Welcome to the Business is Doing Good conference call today. We're pleased today to have with us Mick Clayth, the Relationship Manager at Alaris Bank in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. He happens to be the banker for Good Cities, founded as the Bank of uh, Grand Forks in 1979 to serve the Dakotas. Alaris has deep roots uh, historically in the region and has tripled in size in the last 18 years with branches in North Dakota, Minnesota, and Arizona. We really believe that community banking plays a critical role in advancing the work of, uh, of many local businesses. We're glad to have Mick on the call today. As you know, Business is Doing Good is a conference call by uh, Good Cities. We're a Christian faith-based organization, and uh, we're always looking for people who are advancing the common good in cities and communities around the country. And, uh, and we've found a variety of folks who do that uh, as we've uh, held these calls over the years. And uh, today we're really pleased to have Mick Claith with us. Mick, so good to have you on the call. Well, thank you so much. So glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about how you got into community banking. You know, I worked for a number of finance companies and uh, a, a bank software company throughout my career. Um, had a very uh, had a young family. Was traveling a lot, uh, you know, three times a week, and you know, it just didn't feel right to be gone, leaving my kids, uh, you know, each week, and and just decided to to kind of make a change. And uh, I just called the CEO of uh, of a number of banks, and uh, you know, uh, the owner of Beacon Bank uh, told me to come in and see him. Interviewed, and I was hired. So that's really, you know, I've been here uh, through acquisition to Alaris. Alaris acquired uh, Beacon three years ago. We Beacon was about a three hundred twenty five million dollar community bank. Uh, now Alaris is is two billion dollars. So. Um, but I just didn't want to travel anymore, and um, I wanted to give back and work with business owners um, and work with, uh, you know, get a good uh, community position. My brother had been a banker for 30 years and thought it was a noble profession, uh, can really, um, you know, change and help businesses grow, develop. And interestingly enough, it's been fun. I've uh, a couple clients that I've worked with have recently sold their companies. So you see them harvest, um, you know, their hard work, and uh, it, it's so rewarding to be a part of that. Well, I know that you provide a lot of capital that really helps uh, businesses, but I think you also help them envision what their businesses can do as they grow. Uh, tell us a little bit about how your work with uh, Alaris Financial helps companies in the Southwest Twin Cities. That's a, that's a great question. I'll give you an example, probably the best way to kind of talk about that is just to kind of give you a real-life example of kind of how we work with work with clients. And when I say we work with clients, we take an advisory role. We, we really don't sell product. Uh, we more so advise them in kind of, you know, the the loans uh, or other products that we uh, we incorporate uh, for their company is just kind of a byproduct of, you know, really understanding their company, asking really good questions, and find out what's important to them, not only for, uh, for today, but really, uh, really in the future and what are their goals. 
kind of tangible goals and tangible goals uh, for growth as well as um, challenges that they see and are experiencing in the market. So um, I worked with uh, I work with a technology company. That's about a thirty million dollar top line revenue company. Uh, they were interviewing 10 banks uh, and chose to work, uh, work with Alaris and me. Uh, they have 80 employees. Um, and really, the, the gentleman that, uh, that I was working with is president of the company. He had a couple of silent partners that owned 50%, and he wanted to buy them out. So I helped him uh, execute a buyout uh, loan to get them paid out. We we engaged the SBA, did a 7A product, and then we did a traditional line of credit for, for short-term working capital needs. Um, and, you know, talking with the business owner, um, you know, we, we took any, uh, just really an advisory kind of approach to not only just do his loans, but to f- also find out um, what other products and services he'd need down the road. And today, uh, you know, we did the buyout loan. Uh, we have an operating line of credit. We've helped him buy a couple homes. <clears throat> We've helped his employees with mortgages. We execute uh, their 401k plan. Uh, he has our, our HSA, HRA product and, uh, and engages, uh, and we do do their payroll services uh, as well. So we've we've taken a full, inclusive kind of, full relationship uh, approach with this client. And really, my role is um, I have a number of folks that support me within our company to execute all those products, but I'm the relationship manager that makes sure everything is is going the way it should be going, and I handle and underwrite and, uh, and execute the commercial loans. So that's been a great success story. He's called on by a number of banks uh, each month. Uh, and what he's told me is, um, you've really executed and, and uh, managed my relationship for the right reasons, um, and, and it's a proactive relationship uh, versus reactive. So he's like, I'll, I'll never uh, leave working with you, and uh, there's a, a lot of good, good tie-down factors and value there. So even though some others might come along with some very attractive terms, the fact that that you offer the full service uh, really helps these other folks, uh, you know, a a business owner like this, look at you and say, you know what, we're sticking with you. We're going to be loyal to you because you've been so helpful. Yeah. That's that's pretty exciting. You know, uh, Mick, I know that at the base of it all, you're you're, uh, seeking to live out your Christian faith in uh in your work as a banker um and i feel like you know one of the things i appreciate about you is the way that that you are always thinking carefully about what your uh, what your clients need do you have other stories that you'd like to tell yeah absolutely there's there's another company uh based in downtown minneapolis that's a uh a ladder distribution company so um he was working with a very large bank uh it felt like more like a transaction versus an ex- uh, versus an experience he uh has inventory in california and in minneapolis um and just was was got frustrated with kind of calling into an 800 number um 
he again uh, was interviewing, interviewed five banks, and, um, you know, we talked about, you know, what's important to him. And what truly was important to him was to make sure that there was uh, a tie-down factor or a value-added benefit for his his employees. So, you know, we, we rolled out a personal mortgage program that would enable uh, his employees to get a discount on origination fees. Um, we also implemented a 401k plan, uh, did his line of credit, and also did some home mortgages for him as well as his employees. The the frust or the the great thing uh, that we were able to add is you know we took away his frustration of not being able to kind of call someone directly. So. You know, he he uh, always and still does. You know, calls my cell phone directly. We'll call. You know, he has he knows four different people uh, at my office. So if I'm not in, he's got direct line of communication. He's actually met um, all of the folks that support me. So there's really you know it's open lines of communication, and we're we're approaching the relationship on a proactive basis. And really, what's ended up happening, kind of with with these um, with these clients, is you know I take take my uh, position very seriously. I mean, you take a look at these two companies. There's you know 110 families that are dependent upon uh, having a good banking partner for their capital mm-hmm. needs as well as uh, the referrals that you get uh, when you do the right things for the right reasons. Um, mm. it's, it's so impactful. And the biggest compliment that, I, that I've gotten recently is there's a large CPA firm uh, in the Southwest Metro uh, that I know the managing partner very well. There's about 165 CPAs there. And um, you know, I recently got a call from him and he said, Hey, I've got a referral for you. Um, and it's actually my brother. My brother's got a great successful company and you're the guy that, that, uh, I think he'd enjoy working with. So there's no bigger compliment than, uh, referring a, you know, a family member, um, to do, uh, to do a, uh, to develop and, and engage in a banking relationship. So, um, we did bring him over as a happy client and, uh, again, just, just not selling product, um, more so taking an advisory proactive advisory role to bring in, um, the partners and, and employees that support me through our different, uh, divisions has been so, so beneficial and so helpful. Nick, I got to say, I'm impressed. As I listen to you, I, I'm realizing that uh, when the change happened from Beacon Bank to Alaris, uh, a whole lot of new products have uh, have come to to you as a, as a uh, community banker. And so, I remember there was a time where I talked to you about uh, refinancing my mortgage, and uh, you were with Beacon Bank at the time, and you said, "Well, we don't do mortgages." <laughs> and now I'm hearing that that uh, through Alaris, you guys are helping lots of families with their uh, mortgage and refinancing to get good terms and uh, really excited about the ways you're serving um, not only the companies, but also those companies' employees and, uh, and helping them to manage their financial lives. It's, uh, it's exciting to hear. Mick, you've been on the board of directors for the Eden Prairie Chamber of Commerce. How, how does a group like this foster long-term vision for the economic health of a city? 
You know, uh, that it's it's been uh, been such an honor to to serve with this this organization. Great leadership, uh, Pat. The, the chamber president has been there for 14 years. Um, I, in the past, I've been uh, served on their board for five years. Been their treasurer. Been involved in basically every committee um, with within the Eden Prairie Chamber. And the, really, the reason I did it is really to give back and and really. Um, just get to know and and uh, develop very strong relationships uh, in the community. The the fun thing that that I've seen with that organization is just the communication relationships with the schools. Uh, you know, the school superintendent, the uh, mm-hmm. city manager, the uh, city officials, um, whether it's um, you know the police, fire. Uh, just any any folks involved um, with those with those groups, they all are kind of on the same page and communicate really very effectively. And uh, you know, there's programs where we give back uh, for scholarships for kids. Um, there's Athena Awards, Small Business Awards, and really, it just um, it's just a very close knit community. You know, Mick, one of the things that uh was brought out in a 2012 study that uh, was a 50-year longitudinal study by the Fed was the importance of the Chamber of Commerce working with local city officials to really set a, a long-term vision for their community. And uh, so they, they said it was a combination of the nonprofit uh, Chamber of Commerce working with city officials and philanthropists and local educational institutions that help to attract new businesses to the community. Have you, have you seen uh, the Chamber of Commerce play that kind of role in the community? And how, how does the bank interact with the long-term vision of economic growth? You know, I, I really have. There's been a lot of expansion here in the Eden Prairie uh, area, and that really goes to the testament of Pat, uh, who's, who's the president of the chamber, that he's really engaged, uh, proactive, has been here a long time, which tenure says a lot to me. Um, and in working, you know, there's a number of banks. There's, there's 21 banks uh, that are in the Eden Prairie area. Some are more active or participated than others, but we all play a key role in providing financing for businesses that are either growing in the Eden Prairie area, moving into the Eden Prairie or southwestern metro uh, area, as well as um, all being, we're we're all um, very happy competitors, meaning we all get along. Um, And and that that, uh, builds for a good culture, not only in the Eden Prairie area, but carries over to the southwestern metro. So what, what I think you're saying is, is something that was borne out by that Fed study, and that is that uh, healthy communities economically really grow out of a sense of long-term collaboration that transcends the competition and also political parties so that people are working together for the good of their community. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Well, that's exciting. Mick, if people want to get in touch with you to learn more about what you do and, and perhaps how you, you know, really think through the, the kind of work that you're doing on a regular basis, how would they get in touch with you? My direct dial number uh, in Eden Prairie is 
952-401-2285. Again, that's 952-401-2285. And then my email address is mick, M-I-C, dot K-L- A-I-T-H at Alaris, A-L-E-R-U-S dot com. And then we're on the internet at www.alaris.com. Well, that's uh, that's so helpful. Thank you, Mick. Uh, At this time, we're going to open up our call to uh, those of you who called in today to interact with uh, Mick and to uh, offer any comments or questions that you might have. So uh, all we ask now is that you would give us your name and where you're from as you start in, and then just go ahead and ask Mick your question. Mark with Claire in Akron. And uh, my question is, uh, you know, a lot of times there's a perception with, uh, with banks, especially with small businesses, new businesses, that, you know, they lend money to those primarily that don't need it, you know, that, that have really well-established credit or large balances. Uh, and so what would you say to, you know, to startup businesses or new businesses uh, that want to work to establish credit and, and, um, and kind of get to that place, being able to borrow and, and grow their business? Um, that's, that's a great question. Here at Alaris, um, in, in this product is, is great. We, we have a, I can typically turn uh, credit requests within 48 hours of 750 grand uh, and, and uh, below. The, the key things that a banker really needs is if it's a new business, really, um, you know, what is your business plan? Have you really thought out um, and do you have, you know, uh, three-year projections? Um, you know, what is your experience, which will tie into and will be explained in your business plan? Um, because, you know, really how we'll take a look at something is if someone has been in the, in the industry or has extensive experience but wants to go out and do something on their own, um, that's, that's very different than someone just not having experience and wanting to start a business. So um, we can we take a look at... Um, structuring deals where maybe um, we'll use the SBA products um, in in tandem with a younger business. Um, we, we will do a startup, um, but we'll typically tie that debt uh, on, on, um, in the beginning maybe to uh, them personally and do some sort of home equity product. Um, each situation is, you know, um, different, but those are kind of the key components of, you know, making sure you have a bi- uh, sound business plan, sound projections, um, that the banker understands uh, your experience. Um, do you have partners that are involved? Um, how solid is is the personal guarantee? Um, things like that. Those are things that we'll look at. So if you have all those, you know, um, I, I just recently. Uh, did do a uh, did do a startup business. I was very impressed. They went and worked with um, uh, professionals to. They had their business plan projections, um, had three years of personal tax returns, had a full inclusive financial package, personal financial statement, everything um, ready for me, and and really did a presentation um, to me. 
um, explaining really what they wanted to do, and uh, and that makes a huge difference. Uh, Scott Myers from Macron, Ohio. Not mm-hmm. really a question so much as a comment. Uh, just you make banking sound like so much fun. Kind of makes me want to be a banker. Well, there you go. It is a fun <laughs> profession. <laughs> we, I always say we saw we saw financial hope. <laughs> You know, Mick, I want to say uh, just to you here in front of everyone here that you are one of those. I mean, you're you are a fun guy to be around. And, you know, my uh, administrator and I chose Beacon Bank at the time because of you and the and the relationship that you uh, developed with us on the spot. And it was just, uh, you know, a delight to get to know you and uh, got to know Mick as a friend as well as a banker through the years. Who else has a question? Hey, it's Lynn Carpenter from Cleveland, and, and I guess I echo that, Mick. It's, you made a couple of comments that really stood out as being sort of uncommon in, in what you hear in the banking industry that, you know, first you said some 200 families, you know, rely within those businesses on a good banking relationship. And, you know, particularly having lived through 2009 when banks may not have thought much about relationships and more about, you know, fear and credit quality and um, maybe taking uh, actions that weren't in the best interest of their clients, let alone the bank. Um, That was really refreshing. And I guess the other thing is hearing you say that you're not really selling any product. You're really an advisor almost goes against everything I hear in banking of, you know, term sheets, we got to close the deal, we got to get, you know, loans on our balance sheet, et cetera, et cetera. So I suspect the management at Alaris um, holds those core values as well and communicates that throughout the organization. Is that a fair statement? Because it seems different than what you typically hear. And, and that's great uh, that, that you're recognizing that. This, the culture of our organization and our company is different. We're approaching banking on a different basis where we call it one Alaris. So we're, we're, a, we're a team. We want, uh, if, if you bring the right solution for the right reasons, good things happen. And you build a, so, a solid relationship versus, and I always say this, it's like it's not a transaction. It's an experience. And when I say it's an experience is, I, you know, like today, I'm going to go out this afternoon um, and introduce our 401k professional to a company. And, uh, you know, he, he wants to keep his loan relationship with his existing bank, but he's not happy with his 401k provider. So I'm going to bring him a solution through asking him, you know, great questions and not focusing on just getting a loan or getting a deposit account, um, focusing on bringing a solution to him. And what ends up happening is you look down the road and it's like, I started out a, this relationship um, with, with one um, just, you know, asking really good questions. And they may not do business uh, with Alaris today, but then you get a phone call down the road and they're like, remember you talked to me about this? Would you come back and see me? So, um, you know, that's, that's kind of the culture of our company. And that's what we're, what we're, uh, what we're all about. We want, we want to be different. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's very refreshing in a in the financial services industry when you don't hear that very much. And with people moving between banks fairly regularly, people do business with people, um, and that often can be um, a challenge, right? I mean, just when people move around. So yeah. I love I love what I'm hearing. And that's why I've been here 13 years. When we got acquired, the cultures were very were very similar, um, and and that's that's the key. When you get acquired, um, what is the what is the culture like? And I'd say it's it's as good or better. Mm, that's you know, Nick, One thing one thing that you might want to know about uh, Lynn and and uh, and William Vogelgesang, who are both on the call today, they work with a private equity firm uh, that, uh, that really values uh, the, uh, you know, really values the culture of the companies that they work with. And I, and I sense a resonance between Lynn and you because that's what you're trying to do too, Mick, is that you really value the culture that you're working with the company. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yep. And it's interesting. I look around at, at, at all my clients and they're very similar. They're appreciative, thankful, um, loyal. Um, they do have high expectations, which is great. Um, but um, you know, just and they're and, they're, and we have fun. Hey, Mick, I might just ask another question. I assume that that um, Alaris just does um, business within its footprint. I assume within the states that um, Glenn kind of shared at the outset? Yeah, we're primarily in, in North Dakota, Minnesota, in, in Arizona, although we do have clients that are throughout the U.S., depending upon if the relationship has uh, been generated from, from one, of, one of those markets. Mm-hmm. So, okay. and, and we are rolling out. I mean, our, our wealth management group has got a national presence, um, as as well as uh, does our four hundred one k and our insurance area as well. Great. I don't know many if many of you are familiar with the author uh, Rodney Stark. Uh, if you're not, it's a great author, uh, historian, and uh, really kind of looks at how civilizations have developed, and in his book, uh, The Victory of Reason, he, he connects together, he really looks at, he says how the dark ages weren't really so dark, and what he does is he looks at how in Western Europe, uh, capitalism and a, and a sense of democracy developed uh, as the Roman Empire died out and the command economy of that, uh, of that uh, large centralized government began to die out. How uh, banks and uh, and enterprises began to work together and began to build an economy that uh, formed the basis for kind of the the capitalist uh, approach in the economy that works today. And uh, so, Mick, you're in a long tradition of of helping create healthy markets so that people can, uh, in fact. Uh, in, enjoy the, the fruits, I think, of, of, uh, of, of healthy enterprise. Yeah, yeah and that's, uh, that's what makes this job uh, and this career uh, so fun is, 
you're able to um you know it it was so fun for me to go to a go to a celebratory dinner with my client that sold his company and you know he sold it uh got 10 million dollars and the interesting thing is uh the first thing that he said is um that money will come to your bank uh because i trust you Mm-hmm. And please connect me up with your wealth uh, management advisor. So you you look at uh, really what we do uh, every day um, is, is, you know, we're, we're helping people. We're helping families. We're helping business owners. And we're helping our communities because, obviously, uh, those folks make a living and they spend the money uh, really in the community. So it's mm-hmm. it's all just it's just a f- full engaging kind of, uh, and that's why I got well, that's why I got in this uh, in this business. It's rewarding to me. So when wealth is created like that, um, as a nonprofit leader, I'm often aware that when someone sells a company, some of the money that they've generated will uh, end up in a family foundation. And if they identify with what you're doing in your nonprofit, they might want to even support that nonprofit. So these, uh, the, the wealth that's generated through companies and through their banking relationship ends up helping the community in, in, in myriad ways, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, and that's t- tied in with, um, you know, um, their their uh, tax strategies, their um, retirement strategies, mm-hmm. their uh, trust, you know, setting up trust relationships, wealth management relationships, all of that. And re- really at Alaris, we, we do all of that uh, here as well. So I, I feel very, uh, very, um, I'm very appreciative of all the folks on my team that, mm-hmm. that provide value to our clients. This is Mary Kay from Minneapolis, and uh, Mick, thanks for sharing your uh, business with us. I'm just wondering if you um, might be able to tell us if what type of uh, market changes you've been seeing uh, with lending. Now, are there certain types of businesses that are... Uh, Moving more in your space than uh, than five years ago. Yes, it's it's very competitive on the depository side. You're seeing a lot of internet banks uh, that are that are um, you know offering a very attractive rates uh, because they don't have the brick and mortar. Um, you're seeing a lot of. Uh, you know, com- competitiveness in the commercial real estate space, where in in, in our opinion, there, you know, f- um, back in 2009, um, you know, do- doing longer amortizations uh, can create a problem, um, you know, and we, we just won't do that. So um, just doing some, some terms that just don't make sense. Pricing uh, competitiveness where you're seeing, just you know your your compression uh, where you're having to get over overly aggressive uh, with your pricing um, just all those um, you know market pressures um, and I'd say our company has held true to structuring deals the right way um, for for the right reasons and not stretching uh, just to do a commercial loan we're, we're taking a long term um, 
look at uh, really everything we do versus versus making short-term decisions. But it's been very, very competitive, and you're seeing more and more banks uh, kind of coming into this market. Um, um, so that's but, – but the way I kind of look at it is um, if you take a consultative approach to sitting down with a client – and uh, and you bring value where you ask great questions to f- uh, fully understand uh, not o- only their company but them as an individual. Um, you will create value there where it's not they're not doing the loan or 401k or any of your products with you solely on price. They're doing it on uh, on uh, their confidence in you. Um, as a as a banker and as a as a as an advisor uh to help them not only today but but in the future mm-hmm. because you know i i know myself personally is i will pay more for something if i value uh value it mm-hmm. i don't do it solely on on cost or on price nick we uh talked to folks about this call as a as a call with a community banker, and we were talking about the power of community banking. Uh, right here in the in Eden Prairie and in the Twin Cities, we've got Wells Fargo, and we've got U.S. Bank, and we've got Royal Bank of Canada, and, and all kinds of you know very large international banking concerns. Um, and yet, there there are new. You know, you said 21 different banks in Eden Prairie. Um, to me, that that strikes me that community banking is healthy and well. And uh, and tell me, why would somebody choose a community bank uh, banking relationship over a, a bank with one of the large international banks? You know, and the the banks that you mentioned, Glenn, are great banks, great competitors. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that the differences um, really working for, and I'll I'll just speak for for Alaris or community banks in general is really um, we 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 have the systems, the processes in place to get things done on a on a concise, easy process, um, and it, it's not. Um, you know, if, if I need something, I can go to someone in my organization and get it done done very quickly. So I would say it's it's relationship first. Uh, in tandem with that, it's it's operationally, can you get done what you've uh, committed to do? And then thirdly is how is that ma- relationship managed on an ongoing basis? Because if you can get, have clear, concise communication. You can get done what you need to get done in a timely um, fashion, kind of mm-hmm. do what you say you're going to do. And um, because, you know, business owners and folks are, are busy, so they want things done uh, on a, in, a, in an easy fashion. So, you know, service, communication, and relationship uh, are things that, that uh, I think we do different. And... Uh, it's, it seems that larger organizations, those things uh, can get challenge, challenging at times. Not well, always, but... I, yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Sometimes, it, and if I were to, to say it, you know, bluntly, I'd say that sometimes they're more bureaucratic. And, uh, and what you guys are is a little bit more nimble and aware of the local movements within the local economy and, uh, and, how, and also your probably very aware of the situations that your customers are facing right here locally. Yeah. Uh, so a yeah. local community banker is, uh, is more nimble that way. 
Help. Plus, we're we're doing we're doing fun projects. Like every uh, you know, we we closed um, just shy of a billion dollars in home mortgages last year. Every one of those mortgages, we give a hundred dollars to whomever they direct uh, uh, to a charity. So. Um, you know, you, you look at that and it's like we're giving, we're donating a lot of money to our community with just that one simple product and you do it a hundred dollars at a time. So, um, and, 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 and the, the, the individual that, that's, uh, t- taking the mortgage off for your company can direct where they'd like that to go. And we have, you know, we have an, um, predetermined, predetermined organizations that we've, researched and that we contribute to, but that can make a big, huge impact uh, in the community and for families. And that's, that's just doing good, doing the right thing. It is thing. doing good. Yeah. Well, at Good Cities, we're all about that. So glad to hear that. Anyone else have a question or comment? Hi, this is Scott Barr in San Antonio. And Vic, I just wanted to ask, are you connected to any kind of collaborative group of community bankers around the country that share our ideas with each other? You know, our organization uh, is, uh, you know, our CEO is, is uh, travels around the nation. Myself, personally, I have, I have peers uh, that I meet with, uh, and, you know, we, we, I've set up my own kind of peer group um, where, where, you know, we bounce things off each other and just encourage, um, talk about challenges in the markets, ways to approach it. Um, I, w- I would say that, you know, friendly competitors, um, but developing those relationships has been, been very beneficial for me as well. And I, I, I haven't done it to, to you know, uh, have connections at other banks to, to go to work for them. I've, I've only worked for one bank. I've been here 13 years. I did it because I wanted to learn and develop relationships with like-minded individuals within within the uh, the banking industry, and it's it's and it's been great. Nick, I suppose you've uh, actually met some younger bankers and helped mentor them too, and bring them along in their profession. And uh, you know, I think there's lots of ways that uh, I know your leadership is valued uh, here in our local community. Um, Mick, give us uh, give us uh, the uh, phone number and email where folks can get in touch with you again. Again, uh, phone number is nine five two four zero one two two eight five, and my email address is m i c dot k l a i t h at alaris a l e r u s dot com. Hi, this is Mary Kay again. Uh, Mick, I'm wondering, you know, I, um, I'm aware of Alaris. I know that there's a lot of really wonderful, strong female leadership at the company. And you had mentioned your attraction to working in the banking or specifically at Beacon or Alaris um, because of your uh, interest in changing your schedule to not travel so much and have time to uh, put your family first, which I believe is a uh, big value of for many Christians and a uh, big contribution to good communities. Speak a little bit about, you know, is there a difference in the culture at Alaris versus um, maybe some of your experiences in the past? And 
uh, talk a li- share a little bit more about that business culture piece at Alaris of, um, you know, does the female leadership there influence kind of that um, family-focused uh, workday? You know, I would say, yeah, that's a great question. We we do have a significant amount of uh, uh, female uh, senior leaders within our company that are all very very sharp, and I would I would say that uh, you're 100 percent on point. Where that I, I've always felt uh, very supportive with with any. Um, any family uh, needs that that would come up, um, flexibility to work from home if needed, just things like that. I think that's had a significant impact. Um, plus, um, just the the um, you know we we've invested in training, um, which has been significant. Um, we've invested in technology and all that is is a byproduct of very good leadership. So um I would I would say that um I feel 100% supported um and that's that's a um and and, and with benefits um just you know tangible and intangible all that is is coming from decisions that senior management um has made. So um I would say family first is is very foremost within our culture. Thanks. Yeah, we hear a lot about soft skills these days and the value of soft skills to a to a um, business culture. And uh, when I look at Alaris, I I think that there is a uh, heightened understanding of the value of those soft skills and what it means to the overall culture and your products that you're delivering as well. Yeah, because if, if, if employees are happy and they're not stressed out wondering about, you know, taking care of family issues, whatever it may be, they'll do, they'll do a much better job. And that's certainly um, part of our culture. Well, I want to thank all of you for being on the call today. This has been a, a significant call, especially I want to thank uh, Mick for being on the call. We do our businesses doing good conference call on the third Thursday of every month at 10 o'clock Central Time, 11 o'clock Eastern. If, uh, if any of you we, at Good Cities welcome, if any of you have a recommendation for someone you think would be a valuable interview for us to have, I welcome that as well. And you can reach me at Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at goodcities.net, and uh, I'd be happy to hear from you at any time. Mick, thanks again for being our guest today. It's been a pleasure to hear about your good work with, uh, with Alaris and uh, get a sense of the power of community banking and how it helps companies and families and individuals. And uh, it's great to have you as my banker and, uh, and great to have you as our guest on this call today. Well, thanks so much. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, um, if anyone ever has any question about banking or wants to connect, please reach out to me. Um, and Glenn, I've, I've enjoyed working with you for the last uh, 11 plus years, and uh, you just have to be nicer to me on the golf course. <laughs> well, we've had our times out there, haven't we? <laughs> yes, we have. Yeah, yeah. It's been great. Well, thanks so much for being on this call today, everyone. I hope you'll join us again next month. God bless you and have a great day.